Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling it. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to the Confessionals Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. If you want more shows on a weekly basis, we got that covered for you. Just go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member. You'll get access to the Thursday shows, which are member shows. Those are every Thursday. You also get access to the Tuesday shows ad-free and you get access to the overtime episodes when they are available. All there on the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com and on the members appy, which is available on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Last but not least, check out The Shape of Shadows and Expedition Dogman right there on Merkle.media, streaming on demand right there. So go ahead, check it out if you haven't done so yet. If you have checked it out and you don't remember every, every little detail, go check it out again. Why not? Merkle.media for all your streaming needs. All right, friends. Today, we got an in-studio guest today. Brad, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Tony? I, I was trying not to breathe when you were just doing your... Hold that breath. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't want you to be like... <sighs> hey, I feel the same way. When I'm doing my intro and stuff, I'm like doing it all in one breath. <laughs> okay, now let's get to the show. <laughs> we heard a ghost in that, in that studio. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. You're good. So... uh you're here in studio, and I just want to lay the foundation here before we get going, uh, because we just talked for like an hour, and some of the stuff we can't broadcast, but um, this is a very good conversation. I just wanted to start recording with you. So let's just back up a little bit and let the audience know uh, about you and where you come into the picture for me. Uh, I was speaking at the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference last year, and uh, there was a lot of people that showed up f- to just meet me, which was like- cool surreal yeah. like i was like this is crazy like I, I a couple of people came to me and said that my booth was more busy than the speaker's booths and i'm like well technically i am you a speaker, speaker right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but um it was a really cool experience and i remember uh there's a line of people 
and you were in the line and you stood out to me because everybody else there was just, you know, real casual and they're like, you know, uh, Bigfoot gear and all that stuff. And you're standing in a line holding a folder with a polo tucked in. And I'm like, this dude looks like a fed. I was like, who is this guy? So like, as the line's going, I'm, I'm trying to like talk to people longer and longer, just delaying you. I was like, I'm scared of this guy. What is this guy? What is he going to do to me? No, I'm just kidding. I, that didn't happen. But you get to me and you're like, I got things to talk about. I was like, I freaking knew it, you know? And uh, I told you, I said, you know, reach out to me through email. We'll, we'll arrange it and stuff. And I think you thought I, I wasn't serious and I was serious. Uh, what? No, it's just, you, you never know, like, you know, it's, it's weird approaching people and being like, Hey dude, like, I don't want to talk to you. Cause you might, you might think it's like, Oh, he's just a fan that wants to, you know, so it's, I don't want yeah. it to be weird. I didn't want it to be weird. No, I, I probably was weird. Was you like, made it weird, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, but like you, you were very serious and you're like, I have things I need to talk to you about. Uh, it, it's, it will connect a lot of dots with things on your show. And, uh, you started and, and I think you even said you, you got time now. It's like, no, no, I don't have time now, but just contact me, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, I think, uh, wires for some cross and stuff. And here we are though, uh, over six months later, we're finally getting this done. And, uh, you drove in from South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that's kind of like how we got connected. And, uh, a lot of things that we're going to be talking about is the 33rd parallel mm -hmm. and, uh, a lot of weird things that are attached to that phenomenon, if you want to call it that. Um, and I just, I, I do want to say this uh, for the audience to understand. You uh, passed up on an opportunity to film in a, a TV series that everybody knows uh, <laughs> to be here today. And I thought you were crazy for that. I was like, bro, like we could have put this off for Wednesday, you know, <laughs> like, but I, I, I appreciate it. Um, and I, I think it's kind of cool, but, uh, you know, did we establish that? Can we say the TV show or not? Yeah. I mean, well, I was on, yeah, I was on, um, season three. I was just an extra for, um, season three of Stranger Things. And I was just, yeah. you know, invited to come back for some other things. So another, another yeah. recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, it, it was one of those things where, uh, I was like, bro. I love Stranger Things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and Stranger Things has a lot to do with this show. And in fact, just yesterday, I had a guy reach out to me on, uh, I forget what platform, and he said uh, about looking into Stranger Things. It, it's, I think maybe he even said, I know you really like Stranger Things, which I, I love Stranger Things. It's like my favorite show. I don't do a whole lot of shows, I do a lot, especially favorites. Stranger Things, right at the top. Uh, because it's real. That's the thing. Like, like people that you watch for entertainment and it is entertaining, but the stuff they're talking about actually is happening. And so he contacts me and he's like, you need to look into Hawkins County, Tennessee. And I'm like, what? And, uh, he, and, and I haven't even read all the messages he sent me, but I'm thinking to myself, he's like, it has a lot to do with Stranger Things and what's going on on that show. And Hawkins is where the town that from Stranger Things, I'm just like, okay. I'll look into it. I, di I dig it. So all that to say, I love Stranger Things. You're a psycho for not being on it. And that's fine with me. Whatever. I'm glad you're here. Well, so actually, um, yeah, by the way, I, I bet Isaac Weishaupt has a whole oh, series yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> show. for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's funny that, you know, that was another 
so me being a part of the show was another um, point in my life. Like I, we had talked about it a little bit before the show where I, I feel like I was put in place mm-hmm. to see something. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't ever really connect the dots on anything until a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta is on the 33rd parallel. That's where they film a lot of Walking Dead, Stranger Things, wow. and things like that. So, so there's 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 always a connection to the thirty third parallel. Every everything, it, it feels like everything. I mean, it really does. And so, and it's easy to get lost in, into like um, a, you know, you, you get you see the number so many times. You're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, and it's like people might think you're crazy talking about it, but yeah, uh, I I don't really think it's crazy. I think it to me. It just connects dots. I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't dwell on things with, with, you know, I don't sit there and just think about it twenty four seven. But I just go, oh, that again, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. Well, I can tell you this, man. You're home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you, sure. <laughs> you, you are home here. You're safe here. Yeah. This, that you are. You came to the right place for anything that you deem. This is really different. This is weird. I dig it. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I want to before we get into the topic at hand and get letting you kind of unleash on us. Um, I do want to talk about uh, you and your endeavors here moving forward with the podcast game. Uh, you're considering starting a podcast. I know you said you recorded one episode. You have the title. You have all that stuff. I think you're pretty pretty well bought in the idea you're going to launch a podcast, right. um, which is going to be called, I mean, I know here, The Awakened Podcast. Yes. Uh, and is it going to be about all this stuff? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I came to the idea of the uh, right first of all i feel like we're in a great awakening i think a lot of people in our world can kind of sense that i feel mm-hmm. like everybody who who talks about and and you know shares this esoteric knowledge of all these different avenues these whatever you want to call it yeah. conspiracy spirituality wh- whatever it is um all these things sort of um sort of connect so um i i i thought like you know if if you if you look online for the the great awakening you won't find a lot and i don't know if that's of course suppressed on purpose or whatever the case is but i can sense that there's a a rising sort of a movement to fight against evil dark entities spiritual forces whatever they are i feel like we're in a a spiritual battle and i think like i said it you know well like sam tripoli always says like conspiracy leads to spirituality i hundred percent subscribe to that because it, it was like that for me as I, I started to kind of connecting the dots on some conspiracy things. And I, and then I went, Oh, like if there's like, like Sam says all the time, if there's these crazy dark things going on, that miss must mean that there's light. And so I, I really kind of started noticing this stuff a long time ago, you know, at a young age, just little things, you know, like it's really hard to, uh, I guess put into words, um, some of the stuff that I started noticing, I guess, but it was, it it was kind of like, um, gosh, what's a good example? Um, I, like I do marketing as my job, web design and stuff like that. I started seeing like, uh, um, d- the way messages were presented and they shouldn't have been presented. Just, just uh, so every time I saw this stuff, I would take a step back a little bit and go, uh, what's what's really going on here, you know? Yeah. And like, um, but. I had a I had this experience when I used to go to I, I've gone to church my whole life. I'm a I'm a Christian. I believe in God. God is our Creator. I'm a, I'm in fellowship with Christ, and the only way to God is through Christ. So, um, but 
I've, I've been to church my whole life. I went to church, went to church camp, like, uh, you know, had perfect church attendance, camp, yeah. ribbons and everything for everything. Um, and I used to, I used to go to different churches too, because in the South, everybody has different types of churches you got Pentecostal Snake holiness churches, churches. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that. but you got you know you got the Pentecostal holiness churches you got the Baptist churches there's just different churches you yeah. know and um you know and it's a small town so like there's not all the girls go to one church so like I used to go to other churches just you know be around the girls yep, <laughs> and uh, one of my best friends was um one of my closest friends that um growing up he lived down the same dirt road as us we used to go to uh, I used to go to his church with him like during revival week and things like that. And they were, they had like, they had a Pentecostal holiness. They were, they, he went to like a Pentecostal holiness type church. And that's, that's one of those churches where you get the Holy spirit, you know, and just people speaking in tongues and things yeah. like that. And for people who's not, who've never experienced it, it's pretty wild. I mean, I've been to four different of those type of churches. I've had best friends who go to different, these different churches and stuff and, you know, not, not knocking or anything, any of the uh, the things that went on there but it was just to me it was like oh it's like people were like i i I saw i'd seen like six-year-olds speaking in tongues and old men who walked in with a cane cutting back flips and (laughs) like what is what is going on what is this sorcery (laughs) well so um I, i went for like a revival week with my friend and um we we used to sit behind this girl i liked and uh and then you know during during these pentecostal holiness churches they don't they don't get the holy spirit every week and it's just you know you can go six weeks in a row and you know you know nothing is just normal mm-hmm. you know sing songs and hear scripture and things like that but sometimes the energy starts flowing through a room you know and and, and you can sense it as soon as it starts happening it's mm-hmm. like well it's, it's about to get <laughs> it's about to go down yeah. here we go <laughs> and um i uh i saw like uh, me and my friend was sitting there and um they said the, the, the pastor said, you know, young fellas, come on up here to the front. And, and so he we was like, okay, you know, we walk up there and he said, hold your hand up. And we held our hand up and he starts speaking in tongues and waving his hand. And and my, my body started to shake. I started, you know, vibrating at a high level. And so did my friend. And so we immediately pulled our hand back and was like, uh-uh, man, like, <laughs> what is that? What's going on? So we sat down and we didn't go through with the experience. He went to church there, so he saw it regularly, but I think that was his first experience. So yeah. I reached out to him not too long ago and I said, Do you remember that? And he was like, dude, do I remember? It's like the most <laughs> like it's the biggest thing I've ever remembered about church. And I'm like, Yeah, but to to me, like when during that, that was one of the first moments that was like an awakening moment for me where I I didn't sense all the time that it was good. Mm. The the Holy Spirit. What you know, I don't I don't necessarily call everything that happens like that, the Holy Spirit, I, I think the Holy Spirit, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian, okay? I think the Holy Spirit is, is collective Christ consciousness. I don't think it's something that possesses your body. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, maybe it can, maybe it can work through you, things like that. But um, I don't, but I, w- you know, I would see people who would, you know, go into convulsions and stuff on the floor and then we'd try to help them up. And I'd look into their eyes and I could see like, whatever it was, that didn't look loving and kind, you know what I mean? So it it gave me the idea like, like, uh, I mean, this was, I was probably 12 years old and I'm f- almost 41 now, but it gave me the idea that 
your your uh, your body can be some sort of a portal for things to come in. Yeah. You just got to invite them in. Mm-hmm. That's that to me was pretty clear. Yeah. You know, and even you know, and 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 I understand that if some some people who are listening might go, oh, he's sacrilegious or don't say things like that. And I, I just tell you how I feel about it. If you've never experienced it, if you haven't been in a room when this stuff is going on. I don't think you'll really understand what I'm talking about because you have to sense the energy in the room. And I, I feel like I'm pretty good at sensing energies, you know, like I, I can usually look at a person and, you know, one time I looked at a guy uh, and I just saw like, for whatever reason, I went, I, I kind of gasped. And I went, and that, this wasn't at church. This was like, you know, like a year ago. Yeah. And I kind of gasped a little bit because he, I, for whatever reason, I was like, I see like pure evil or something in that guy. I don't know what it was. But I have a pretty good sense of like reading people's energies. Like, you know, I can, I can tell just by talking to you, you're a good guy and you're open to, you know. So, so my point is, is like whenever I, whenever I would see these things at, um, at, at these different churches, again, respectfully, because, you know, people I know and love still go to these churches. And I'm not saying these people were bad people. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying like from my experience, it felt, I felt like, you know, we could be, our, our bodies could be used by something that I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be, we could be by holding our hand up, we can be inviting anything in, you know, good or bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's both that's going on. And, uh, and, and I think that kind of comes to along the lines of what I'm talking about, what I, what I wanted to talk to you about, which was, um, you know, like, like so I grew up on the 33rd parallel right and you know growing up we have stories of like you know ghost lights in the woods we have stories of like uh, you know I went by the way when, when people say ghost lights for me it used to be like oh somebody with a flashlight you know but as I got older and I started getting into this stuff I went oh they're orbs yeah they're orbs that people have been seeing <laughs> That they've been talking about for you know forty years. So and that was a common phrase, ghost lights. Yeah, this is the go the ghost light. Gotcha. The, and you just it. assumed it was somebody with a flashlight. Yeah, it's just the ghost gotcha. light. It, not no, it's it's like a like when you're a teenager, you know, and you're in a small town, you ain't got nothing better to do but let's go down to the the dirt road and yeah. cut off our lights and wait for the 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 light to come, the ghost light to come, and it was a way of just you know, getting close with the ladies or, you know, hang out with your buddies or whatever. Um, I never saw any of that. I never, I never experienced the ghost light on my own. You know, I've heard it. Everybody has a story. Hmm. But what I realized was like, as, as I got a little bit older in life, I started to realize like the whole area is like crazy. They got some crazy energies going on in the earth around that area, you know? And it's in the middle of a national forest. And it's like, and then and then you watch shows like uh, Missing 411, The Hunted and stuff like that. And you go, oh, yeah, that's what's going on there. Like, it's some weird, you know, crazy stories that when you talk to people, they tell you. And, you know, when I started talking to people, I started, like, everybody's got a story. Everybody has a, like, you know, you, once you open up to people like, yeah, hey, man, I believe this kind of, you know, weird stuff that goes on around around the area. Then they always come up to you and whisper and go, hey, man, I got to, I got to, hey, come here real quick. I ain't never told nobody this, but here's something that happened to me. You know, I was like, 
And he's like, you're the first person I ever told that to. And I was like, hey, man, like, I believe you 100%. It's over and over and over again. And the, the, the strange thing to me was as, as I started getting more into this stuff, I started like family members be like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I, was, I was looking up one, one time on um, the, this, like the UFO reporting center. And I was like, oh, let, me, let me see what my area, see if there's any reports. And which is UFO, it's UFO, the National UFO Reporting Center, for those who don't know, is a, um, it's where the, it's where like the FCC and everything tells you to go report your UFO. They, they have so many people who report stuff to them. They're like, no, we don't want to hear anymore. Just go report it at this place. So it's essentially a collection of stories that you could just go pick through mm-hmm. and you can Google or you can not Google, but search for any area. And I searched for my hometown. And I came across this video. It was like uh, UFOs in my hometown. I was like, oh, here we go. So I opened up. It was a video. It's still on YouTube, I I believe. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So like I was talking to my dad. My dad died in February of last year. But this was probably six months before he died. I was talking to my dad about this. And I said, man, there's like, you ever heard of a story about some UFOs in our hometown? Because there's only like a thousand people in our hometown. But Again, we live in the you know the middle of a national forest, so it's not really surprising, I guess, when you start connecting all those dots. Yeah. Um, and my dad was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, that's the uh, fellow that lives at the front of the dirt road down there." <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, man." And so from the angle that the guy shot the videos, and apparently this guy. And I don't know him because he moved into a house that had been there that had been owned by a family for a long time. I think he was written. And he would film facing back towards my mom and dad's house. So it was essentially over the top of my mom and dad's house. And I was like, Daddy, that's right over the top of your house, man. What are you talking about? You like, did you know this? And he's like, I mean, we heard, we heard about it, you know. And I was like, okay. You know, I don't want you know, I don't want to make anybody sound like an idiot. My dad's a super smart man. I'm just saying that people didn't think anything of yeah. this kind of stuff. It's yeah. just Yeah, it's not a matter of intelligence, it's a matter of care right yeah. it's, it's just not it's not on the radar well it's just like eh, some some lights yeah doesn't really mean anything one way or another so my dad used to sit out on the front porch because we got like 10 acres it's you know in the middle of the woods and um he he would sit on the front porch or kind of like hang over the back of his truck you know in the, on the truck bed and just mm-hmm. look up at the stars and stuff at night he'd, he'd do it many hours and um He's like, oh, yeah, I see stuff like that over the house all the time. And I said, hey, how come you never told me that? And the, the, the thing is, it's like, I, I think people just don't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But whenever I would talk about, I say, I would tell my aunt. My aunt would go, oh, yeah, me and I, when I was dating this one guy in high school, we, got, we broke down right down the road from, because my mom and dad moved into my grandparents' house once they died. So they bought the house and they moved in. But we always live right beside them, you know, in the house right beside them. So my aunt lived there as a kid with my mom and my other aunt. And um, so they broke down um, near where we live. And she's like, oh, yeah. And we broke down and we were walking back and there was this thing just hovering over the tree and around the same area that I just talked about. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So... Uh, it's, it just, and then I talked to 
my brother. And my brother would be like, my brother lives, I don't want to give away the exact location of his house, okay? <laughs> Why? I gave Jack's phone number out on the show once. <laughs> so he lives, his house is on the 33.33333 parallel. Okay? Jeez. <laughs> and, and he has a lot of crazy things happen in his house. His daughter used to play with a, a ghost girl who had a name and she played with her all the time as a kid. She doesn't, she kind of, she got older. I think she just lost the memory of that, but we always joked about it. You know, my sister-in-law had seen her grandma after she died a couple of times in their house. Um, my brother would be showering and the shower curtain would fling open on him. That's the worst. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while he had soap in his hair too. <laughs> Cause my brother's real funny. So he's like, he's like, he froze up. He went, you know, he's like, what is that? Because yeah. he was four o'clock in the morning. And he's like, my, he knows his family's, everybody's sleeping. And so like, um, he was also in the shower one day and he heard like a, him and his wife was in the bathroom getting ready while he was taking a shower. Mm -hmm. And they heard like a woman's voice talking to him. And so apparently they had experienced things like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, people don't think, I, we're, we come from a family of like, my dad would tell us ghost stories and we would sit on the front porch when we were kids. And because my dad would stay, like I told you, he'd like to go outside at night and just look up stars and hang out and sit on the front porch and stuff. And he's like, he used to tell us as kids, like, oh, there's this ghost horse that <laughs> runs around the, the, around the house out here. And we were, we were always like, yeah, whatever. And then we also, we, we, so we would sit out there. So when we had some of our best friends would come over and spend the night. Um, we would always go sit out in the front porch with my dad and we'd listen for the ghost horse, you know, and we heard it one night and so it, it, it galloped right up to us. And it, I, it, how I remember it, it kind of neighed a little bit or yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but you know, we all looked at each other immediately and went, Oh my God. We <laughs> so we, uh, so uh, so we have, and you know, my mom's the same way. We're all, we're all like, you know, we believe in ghosts. My mom goes to like, she goes on like some real haunted ghost tours of like insane asylums and stuff. Like she'll stay the night there. She's crazy. She'll do all that stuff, man. So, but we, we have that in us, you know? So for them to not tell me when I'm always talking about this stuff is kind of surprising. I'm like, why? Well, that's a little strange that, you know, my family who know I'm into this stuff don't really even tell me some of the stories. So sometimes I feel like I have to, um, you know, get it out of people. Yeah. I caught a, I caught a, I used to, I used to, uh, wash cars and paint cars right before I joined the, I was in the air force for eight years. And right before I joined the air force, I used to wash cars and paint cars. And I worked for this guy who lived right across the road from my brother. And I recently called him and I said, uh, Hey man, what's up? And he goes, nothing else. I got a random question. He lived there his whole life. He's 50 something now. And his, his dad lived there for forever too in, in the same area. I said, hey man, you've ever have you ever seen anything crazy in the area? And and I listed some things. No, no, not none of that. And we talked for 20 minutes. And he's like, well, that sounds cool, man. He's like, hey, go for it, dude. That's awesome. Because I, I was just trying to corroborate some of the stories. Like, yeah. you know, we hear stuff all the time. And so I was just asking people, you know, that lived in the area. And, um, but it, Again, it takes about 20, 30 minutes. And, all, you know, people, just, just like he did, was like, oh, man, hey. Yeah, said, hey, dude, it was this time we would just go sit in the woods. You know how we all do? 
we go sit in the woods looking for the ghost light. And we, we got there 10, 15, you know, we've been out there 10, 15 times and we seen these little orbs around this fire tower. He, he called them little lights. He didn't know what to say, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the orbs. But um, we, we, we have these little light. We see these little lights. You know, we saw them just about every time we went out there. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him what orbs in, are to me. Like they're cryptids. They're aliens. They're, they're things that take shape into this, into this world, into this I, yeah, reality. I think, <laughs> I think there's a strong chance that orbs are portals within themselves. That's, that's actually some of the stuff I'd like to talk about with you today. But so, but going you know, back to, sorry. before we go any further, uh, cause I, I don't, I don't want to go too far from this. And I, 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 I want to broach this topic with you before you go any further, because I know we laid out some rules of engagement before we started recording. Um, is there anything you can say about your resume at all? Like, can you exclude people's names? Because I, I just, if not, I'll just say it this way. People you, that are listening to you, um, they're listening to somebody who uh, has been privy to information and around certain people that um, you've been a fly on the wall in rooms and you, you know things that ordinary people wouldn't know. I wouldn't say I know anything, not from my time in, in, okay. in, in the military. Yeah. I just, uh, I was a fly on the wall, but it was like a, I'm not really paying attention to what's going on. Okay. But then, but then looking back, I was like, oh, that was an interesting place that we were at, you know, yeah. like I'd been all over the Middle East, for example, when I'd seen like the pyramids for, you know, sure. and, and I'd seen, yeah, you know, I'd been to every, just about every country in the Middle East. So I mm-hmm. know the areas, I know the regions, not, not extremely well. Cause again, you know, as a 25 year old, 26 year old, you don't, sure. you know, you're just doing your job. You don't really. So, um, but I feel like I was like, I was, I'd been to Iraq, I'd been to Afghanistan, been to Pakistan and been to, you know, literally you name the stand, which are Uzbekistan, those, those Tajikistan, are th- everything. And those know. are things on the 33, 30, 33rd degree. Parallel. Yeah. They all, they all cross the 33. And that, and that's the yeah. direction I was trying to go yeah. to that, that, <laughs> yeah. that you, you've, you've traveled the world yeah. and you have uh, been exposed to things that later in life, as you look and it's like, Oh, Oh, and start the, yes. dot, the dots start yeah. connecting. Yeah. But it, it's not on a, not on a, not on the grand scale. It was just like me looking back going, I've been to that place. Like as if I was being shown mm. that place for a reason. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I just, like I said, I want to start a podcast to talk about a lot of those things. Just share, yeah. share testimonial or, you know, yeah. Um, what you called it something just like when you're preaching basically to everybody, it's, yeah. it's a good thing. Not Ranting? a bad thing. I don't know. No, no, I forgot. <laughs> it was a word. I'm, I just, I lost the word, but so the the thirty uh, three degree thirty third parallel yeah take me back <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the uh, the the parallel stretches around the the, the globe yeah. and there's been a lot of things that have happened on that parallel uh, to to launch into this this conversation of this I want to ask you before I forget you you told me that Atlanta is on the thirty third parallel yeah. Uh, how wide is the thirty third parallel? Because I mean, I think it's like sixty to sixty miles. Okay, so. like if you're if you start at thirty three point one and go to thirty three point nine, but I actually think it actually is uh, a little bit wider. I don't think it's exactly. Are we on the thirty third right now? You're on the thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. Yeah, right now? yeah, thirty fifth. Dang man, I was hoping for the thirty third. Excuse me, but you know, I'll take the thirty fifth. <laughs> it's close enough, I guess. Um, 
I, I, there was, I was watching an episode of X-Files and they mentioned the 35th parallel. Oh, yeah? About yeah. what? Well, it was Tennessee. It was something oh, yeah? Like, yeah. Oh, and I was like, shoot. So you got to watch it. But I like it. it you, uh, X-Files, I mean, just like you said with Stranger Things, it's, yeah. if you watch them, it's like, oh, somebody knows something. They're like, yeah. it's like everything they make mm-hmm. was like something that we talk about or that we know about or that you talk about on your show. Mm-hmm. It's just done in a different way. So, but yeah, I grew up on the 33rd parallel. Which again, I, I never thought anything of it, but then as I got older, I, and I started figuring out, oh, that connects to all these crazy places in the world. Um, I was talking on the phone with my mom one night. Again, this is all thirty third parallel. I'm trying to set the scene for the thirty third parallel. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to tell you some stories about people I know, people I grew up with, people, my family, my friends, cousins, different things. Um, I was talking on the phone with my mom one night, and she was going through this area um, in the national forest, and it's it's very bumpy because they got a lot of springs underneath it and stuff. And we were talking and she was like, what in the world? She's like, I just passed this place. She had like a time slip or something. Okay. And she was totally weirded out by it. And I told her, uh, you know, it could be a time slip. And she's like, ah, me. but she was positive that she just passed this place. And then five minutes later, she passed it again as if, again, a time slip or something. Yeah. Um, you know, my, uh, same house my mom and dad lives, lived in where my dad died. Um, that my grandma lived in, the pictures fall off the ho- off the wall, different things like that. Um, uh, out by my brother's house again, which is about five minutes through the woods, um, in the middle of the national forest again. Um, my my nephew and his girlfriend saw a UFO. This was like six months ago hmm. near near their house. Um, my my older brother coming back from like he used to work at um, he, he used to work for UPS. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to like. <laughs> He used to work for UPS and he and he would come through the woods late at night after he delivered packages and stuff. Or not late at night, but like five, six o'clock and whenever it's getting dark a little bit. And and he had this encounter with this thing that he can only describe as like a hybrid fox and deer. Hmm. Like it had deer legs but a fox face. And he said it was very sickly and just moving across the road in a weird crawling manner. And he didn't he we grow up there. We know all the animals in the woods, you know, foxes and deer and rabbit and coons and stuff like that. So like, you know, all the animals that are in the woods. Um, so he, he had a problem. I, <laughs> so uh, I, I want you to continue, but my gosh, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. And, and, and it just, I, I never, I, I haven't thought about this in such a long time. And this wasn't on the 30, 33rd parallel, but, uh, 20 years ago, I'm dating my wife and we, I'm at her house, Kutztown, Pennsylvania, and I'm driving home to Shoemakersville, Pennsylvania, where my parents live. And I'm going down this one side road and I remember it looked like a fox. And when you said fox, it just hit my head. I've heard fox before. I just... It just hit me. I, I honestly don't remember if I've ever said this on the show. I remember telling Lindsay, and I think she looked at me like I was crazy. This thing ran across the road on its hind legs. And I was like, it was a fox that ran across. Do you ever remember me saying this to you, Jack, at, at, living at the house? No. No? <laughs> like, like, it, like maybe, I, 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 maybe I told mom and dad. I don't remember. Um, I was driving the, the 77 Pontiac Grand Prix, and my headlights hit this thing, and it was a... It looked like a fox. Maybe it was a baby dog, man. I don't know. By the way, you bought me, you bought me silver bullets. You brought me silver <laughs> bullets 
and you mean it too, and I like That's it, right, brother. So, <laughs> so maybe it was a baby dog, man. But I, in my head, I just identified it as a fox. It, it had a bushy tail, and it ran across the road on its hind legs. But it looked like the hind legs were running in front of the body. Yeah, like it was scooting along, like 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 almost like it, the body was trying to keep up with the hind legs. <sighs> it, it it darted across the road right in front of me. Welcome to the confessionals. With, yeah. I'm your host, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I was probably, shoot, like 19? Nah, maybe even 18, 18 or 19 years old. Probably about 18 when that happened. Probably didn't think. Like, it just hit weird. me out. Like, I don't know if yeah. I've ever said that story on the well, show. Again, that's what we're talking about. People don't, they just, it's like a suppressed yeah. memory almost. Yeah, like you're therapeutic, therapy, uh, therapy <laughs> for me, therapeutic, you know? Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. I just, no, I, cool, I had man. it, like, it, it was going to drive me nuts and I wasn't going to be listening to you if I didn't get the chance to say it. So <laughs> go ahead. No, but, you know, my, and that same brother, uh, he, he believes he's, he's a lot like, I think he's a lot like me, but he's, he's, He's more like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but he's, he's more like, whatever, dude. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, he doesn't say it's crazy, but he doesn't, he doesn't talk about it, I guess. So whenever I mention stuff like that, I'm like, I called him one day and I said, you, you, we went over it. It, it could have been some, some animal that we'd never seen before. It could have been. But the way he described it and how sickly it looked and he's like, it, I said, like something, he's, I kept watching it. Like it walked right by my window and I was just like, what is this thing? He just couldn't describe you know, people can never put into words what these things look like. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, he said, best thing I can say is a deer, uh, deer legs and a fox face. It's wild. And I looked up animals and there's, there's not really animals. There's a, there's a thing called a red wolf, but it's in like South America or something like that. I think the red wolf, actually, they tried uh, repopulating here. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and they, they, they weren't like Smokies. Yeah. I, I got a guy uh, here in town that owns 80 acres that butts up against the national forest. And he said he has red wolf on his game trail cam, um, and they look they, they look similar to to coyotes, right? Yeah, well, that's what he was saying because we we do have coyotes, but right, right. we don't they don't we we know what foxes look like. Yeah, now, of course, right? of but, course. Um, so, but he, you know, he again, we don't, we, I don't put too much stock in it because we don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I believe that he saw something. I and my mind goes, yeah, that was something crazy, you know, <laughs> it was a cryptid or something. So describe this cryptid again to me. It was a fox head. Yeah, fox beak, like nose. Uh huh. Yeah, fox and, head and deer legs, like long. Okay, so is that the same thing you saw? <laughs> so no, 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 no. But here's here's just crazy, maybe synchronicities, right? Um, I I, I go on my trusty DuckDuckGo and I typed in. All I did was type in fox deer, and then the 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 next search beyond the fox deer is hybrid. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't, that, I haven't clicked on it yet, but it's <laughs> crazy. Go ahead. Did I say the word while you read it at the same time? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so he had a, he had, uh, that was another experience. He said he also saw a giant owl in his yard. Now, I think you've talked about this on your show before. You've had people mention owls before. I got a guy coming on next month uh, and he specifically specializes in the owl. Like he, like he's gonna be talking all about owls. Yeah, that's what I think I heard you say before. And my brother described. He said it was standing on the on the ground, like under a light or something, and it was like a silhouette of it. Hmm. So it could have been anything, but he said it was like three foot tall. And I looked it up, and there's no three foot tall owls. I don't think there are any in the world, but yeah. especially not in South Carolina. I think they're only like a, a foot tall. Yeah, I remember looking so, up owls recently on a previous episode. I think the one you were mentioning about out in Joshua Tree, that the ranch that was on the thirty third parallel. Uh, I don't want to spoil your. Thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think with that one, I was I was looking up the owl stuff, and 
I was trying to find out how big these owls get and stuff because I think they said five foot owl or something like that. Yeah. And, and I remember that was like I can't find anything. Yeah, I couldn't either. Close to yeah, that. it was like something in Canada in the upper left part of Canada. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, um, th- th- it was like three feet was the biggest one I could yeah. I could find. But, um, again, th- those are just simple stories. But the the biggest story that I, I have for you is from his neighbor, the guy who lives behind him. He he went hunting in the national forest, probably illegally. By the way, <laughs> you know what I mean, like he, a lot of people do that. Don't drop names. Yeah, I ain't dropping <laughs> names, but um, there was a guy that lived behind him, and um, he pulled up to my brother one day, and he goes, "Hey, man, I got I got a story to tell you." And he was like, "I was in the woods hunting, and I got out of my uh, tree stand, and I was walking through this path." He said, "I had this uh, feeling like something was in the woods with me," you know. So I kind of, it was getting dark. So I wanted to get out of the woods because I was scared. And he said, uh, so I was walking down the path. I had my flashlight. And then I came across these feet. And I looked up and it was like this three foot leprechaun. That's what he described it as, a leprechaun. He said, I startled it and it startled me. And we both ran. And he said that he he, he could only describe it to my brother. This is secondhand. This is not directly from my brother. I mean, this is, he did, my brother didn't experience. Um, but he said that the thing had, it was short. It was, he said the guy, he's, my brother describes it as hilarious. He said, he said that the boy told him, um, it looked like he'd been doing pushups his whole life because he was like jacked. <laughs> I mean, and he had long hair, but he like a, a, a leprechaun. And, and, but right before that, the like night before, my brother told me this story. I was watching the the documentary Bridgewater Triangle. Mm-hmm. You've heard of the Bridgewater oh, yeah. Triangle, obviously. Shout and out to Phil Anderson. <laughs> was he a guest? Yeah, several times. He, he does uh, the research in the Huckamuck Swamp, which, which is in Bridgewater Triangle. So on, that, on the Bridgewater Triangle, they mentioned this thing called a puckwudgie. Yep. And I just saw, and they just showed a, a, a drawing of what it could look like. And I told my brother, I was like, dude, like, I just saw this, like, last night, on, again, a synchronicity, right? Mm-hmm. I just saw this on a documentary, like, yesterday. And I says, sounds like a puck wedgie. And I, I looked it up. And, you know, Dobie from Harry Potter was like, a, or Dobby or whatever his name is. He was a puck wedgie, yeah. right? So, like, um, JK, or what's her name? Rowling. JK Rowling. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she wrote about, she used a lot of real fictional, uh, real mythical characters from around the world in her stories. So... That's a little interesting fact, but, um, but that's what my brother had described that he described. And I was like, it could be a, a puck wedgie because people, when they see these things say it's either a troll or a leprechaun, mm-hmm. they don't know the word puck wedgie. It's just, yeah. a, you know, what are the chances that it's a little person? Like, 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 no, right? not a chance. You don't think so? In the middle of the national forest? In the middle yeah, of the woods? specifically. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, like a little person. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the tribe, the tribes of the little people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what oh, you saying. mean. Like a, I thought you meant like a, a little person as like a human middle. No, middle person. No, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm not that politically correct. I, I, if I was referencing, that, I would have said the wrong word or something. <laughs> no, I mean like the, 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 if you want to call it decrypted. Yeah. Like, I, like I, the, so I heard you talk about this, about the mountains in North Carolina that butts up to, uh, to but, that butts up to Tennessee. Yeah. They're right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or in this area. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, cause it, the way that guy described it, or was it a woman? I can't remember, but the way they described it was like, um, I think it was a woman. She yeah. had a book or something. Um, uh, Mary Mary Joyce. Mary yeah. Joyce. So she yeah. she mentioned that, that they're like no like literally human little human people. Yeah. That yeah. Are really. So that's what you're saying. Like he. I don't, I don't know what I'm just what I think he's describing. Now I didn't talk to the guy firsthand, right, right. 
But what I think he's describing is a um, is a puck wedgie. Mm. And I had just seen that. I, don't, I just seen it, man. But it's interesting because it's uh, they're in the national. They're in swampy areas, and that's that national. So we live in the national forest. That you know, you've heard of Francis Marion, the Patriot, mm-hmm. the movie The Patriot. Yep. That was about a guy named Francis Marion, and we live basically in the in the middle of the national forest. His national, the national forest that's got his namesake. So um, there's a lot of swampy areas out there, and so and it's, it, if, if you describe the area, it sounds just like the Bridgewater Triangle in terms of. So that again, that's the same area. That's the, by the way, that area. If I, there's there's three points in where my brother lives, that I call a triangle area. And there's another little road that has like orbs all the time. There's the there's the orbs at the one road that I talk talk about that all all the teenagers go sit at. And then there's the the area that where my brother lives. It's like a triangle almost. Like I mm-hmm. I literally drew a triangle. Like I I get, did a Google map of the points and I literally drew a triangle. It was, it was like a perfect triangle. Mm. But I don't know I don't know if that means anything. It's just just a that's just a oh by the way. It's interesting cuz uh you know the the triangle aspect of things people talk about you know the Bridgewater triangle, the Bermuda triangle, the Alaskan triangle, all, the all these triangles, right? But pyramids are triangles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally. Yeah. Uh but it, it makes me wonder if there's these little smaller areas of triangles that just don't don't get noticed as much because they're literally geographically smaller areas. So there's less people talking about it, less less things ha- typically happening because it's not covering as big of an area. Um, and you know maybe may, and if, if this is a puckwudgie area that you're talking about, I mean it's interest. I find it interesting because um, <clears throat> Phil t- talks about the puckwudgies in the Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, Phil came down here and he was talking about the Pukwudgies being more interdimensional beings as well. Same thing, yeah. And he had interactions with them here while he was here. And we're not far, technically speaking, in grand scale, scale yeah. from there. It just makes me wonder, you know, are they, because I mean, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and it says that uh, they're, fa- they're found in Delaware, Prince Edward Island, uh, Indiana, Massachusetts. Well, that's what we know of. But if the, yeah. if if we're if we're moving away from this idea that they they you know these are little creatures that build huts in the middle of the woods and that this is where they live kind of thing. If we're going more interdimensional, you know, Tony Woo Woo route, who just who's to say that they're they're not you know where you're talking about? I think I think that I think that that I think that people have known about these types of things in the woods forever and that's why they have national forest areas I, I mean 100 i mean that's what i think is going on I, I'm, I'm trying to find the secrets of the smoky mountains because i'm telling you man there's something that they're hiding there i do believe there's pyramids in the smokies that they're hiding and uh, well talk to me yeah you just your eyes got big and said well talk to me go well so like uh you know okay i know everybody who's listening is probably like just say about the 33rd parallel i'm just trying to set the scene that's all i'm trying to do with stories and I'll, I'll go, I'll get to it in a minute. Mm-hmm. I promise. I have a pyramid story. Okay. A couple of them. Okay. Okay. That I've been to. So like, um, uh, my, my wife's cousin lives in Florida and she had a guy, she dated a guy who his family lived in South Carolina too. And she came to visit one night and she was driving late at night with him. He was sleeping and she, so I was at their house for Thanksgiving and I was telling her, her, uh, her uncle about it. And as I was telling him the story, she come busting out and she's like brad i gotta tell you like you know and i was like i was just telling your uncle about this and she says she saw the same thing she saw a puck wedgie well she didn't describe it as a puck wedgie she said this thing was like scooting across the road where it's like legs going 
go forward like a dog almost how you know almost how a dog yeah. runs yeah yeah she said it was like this little thing and had long hair and it just was like scooting across like running across the road like didn't look like anything that was like a dog it, you know it just i'm describing a dog because that's what the reference she has is it is but it was like it was like scurrying across the road as if it, it didn't want anybody to see it or whatever so mm. that was the second puck wedgie like sound like a puck wedgie in south carolina so there might there might be more and people who listen to this might go well, now that i think about it yeah <laughs> that troll might have been a puck wedgie yeah. you know what i mean like yeah um so but anyways there's there's tons of stories about about my area i got cousins family members i th that's why i started a podcast because there are a lot of these people are going to come on my podcast and mm -hmm. talk about similar things it's not going to be exactly like yours where it's focused on that you know what i mean all the time but because i think all these things kind of interconnect we talked yeah. about you know i talked about how god is light and and these things there's a lot of light aspects to them i'm not saying they're god but i'm saying that there are things coming through that are um coming through as light and that's the best way to describe I mean, they're that when you see them most of the time when people first the first form they see and this is every story just about of ufos or bigfoot or they saw a little ball first and it was floating around and and then it turned into something so mm -hmm. that's how they describe it I, yeah. i've never seen that myself but i again i watch a lot of this stuff i listen to a lot of it um so so uh i mentioned some things that about I just got loud. I didn't mean to get loud on there my, you go. Um, I mentioned some things that happened to me and my brothers and my dad about seeing, hearing the ghost horse. But what happened to me when I had a dream, and I don't take stock in dreams a lot because it's just like, what is it? We don't know, you know. But I had this dream that kind of stood out one night. And it just, I, again, I live an hour where I, away from where I grew up. And I had this, this dream that I was in the woods where I grew up. And I looked up in the sky and these two giant balls, like suns, were in the sky at the same time. And then they came down and then they like backed me into a house. And they, they told me, they said, I said, who are y'all? You know, and they go, we're, uh, we're the old flock. We're the protectors of this world. And I was like, what does that mean? And then it was like, that's all, all I can really remember. But I remember specifically them kind of turning into, uh, I guess, people. I mean, how when you dream, you just see faces mm. like shapes. Or you don't really see. Detail. Yeah. Um, and they, they backed me into a house that appeared out of nowhere in the middle of the woods. And, and they, but it was interesting to me because they said they were the old flock and the flock makes me think of like, for some reason, a flock of angels or something. I don't know. I don't know what, what we, I would call it, but, um, so that happened to me in our area. We have a lot of people who have died. I've lost four of my best friends from, from childhood to crazy deaths. And, and that just scratches the surface. There's like crazy like ex i've had ex-girlfriends die i've had friends and cousins and family members that have just died the whole area is just like this weird uh energy suck or something you know what i mean like and i just talked about this on the first episode i filmed with my buddy mark because he we, we he brought that up he's like it's absurd how many people we know die and i go i know hmm. and i it, like my wife just lost three people that but she had her her great great grandma was like ninety six when she died. Like she, people don't lose family members and friends as as frequently as, as we did. I was in the military, and people are always like, "Oh, did you lose friends?" I'm like, "Yeah, at home. Like I did lost way more friends at home than I did in the military." You know, wow. so the whole area just seems to have some like, uh, 
energy, some either good or bad energy. I don't really know what it is. It's like an energy vortex. Maybe. Yeah. It just feels like there's a, there's something there to it. Um, you know, I, there's a, there's a thing called the boo hag in Charleston. I don't know if you've ever heard of hag. So, oh yeah. So hag, yeah. Yeah. The hag, they call it the boo hag in the Gullah, um, community. It's, it's a, you know, I think you had a couple of guests that talked about this thing paralyzing, like basically what they say this thing does is like hold you down and sleep with you. Like, basically rapes you or something like that and so it's kind of a joke it's like don't let the hag get you don't, don't let the boo hag get you that's another unless that's your thing yeah unless, <laughs> yeah, unless you're really into that <laughs> like scary movie <laughs> bag on them um, so like you know that that's that's in the same area same and if you read the the National UFO Reporting Center there there's countless stories from that same area so there's a lot of stuff there um if if you so that starts let's just say Charleston starts the 33rd parallel in the US cuz it does right it's right on the coast okay let's move across the 33rd parallel to a place called Lake City Lake City has these giant has this giant cross in in and it's a 100 foot cross it's Lake City yeah okay. it's called Lake City South Carolina yeah okay so like there's a there's a um there's a giant cross there that is on the 33rd parallel that actually, if you drive down the 33rd parallel across the United States, you'll find them everywhere. And every time you see one, it's on the 33rd parallel. And, and it's like, as soon as I see them, they look exactly the same. I think I sent you some pictures of it one time, but they look exactly as the same. I've seen these. Yeah. So like, but you keep driving and it's like, as soon as you see one, you're like, oh, it must be on the 33rd again. And it's like, yeah. yeah every time you, you do a Google check or something, it's, it's, that's the case. So... Um, so that's another thing that I noticed. There's a, there's another story. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to the town I live in. Uh, currently there was a broken arrow, you know, a broken arrow is an atomic bomb that fell out of a plane, essentially a lost, it wasn't lost. It fell out of a plane. I, I shouldn't call it a broken arrow. That's what they call it? Yeah. A broken arrow is atomic bomb that falls. It doesn't detonate or doesn't. And there was one here that they, that did that. Right in here, really? Well, in in the country, I know. I, yeah, there was. It was. It's five miles away from where I live now. Really? Yeah. So, like, it's literally. That's terrifying, <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. So, um, so, but there's there's all kind of official stories, but you know, that's just another weird thing. Um, if you go about thirty minutes away, there's a there's a town called Bishopville, and Bishopville is very popular because everybody comes from around the world to go to Bishopville because it's a very popular sighting of this thing called the Lizard Man. Again, the lizard man is is another um, cryptid that happens on that thirty third parallel. Now, again, we're just starting the journey of the of the thirty third parallel, mm -hmm. but there are, you know, weird. There's cities underneath. There's a there's a place called Columbia, which is the capital of South Carolina. There's a lake there, and there's a city that's underneath the water. It's about two hundred feet deep, which I find odd. But people who I guess do hydroelectricity and stuff, they just like, oh, we just you know, they flooded the towns because of, you know, put power in it. But I'm like, this 200 feet deep. To me, it doesn't really make any sense. How is it 200 feet deep? And all these other houses are on level. Like, there's no, there's no mountains or anything. It, Columbia, the, the, this mountain range, I guess, ends in that area. Hmm. And so it's like, we don't get mountains, but it's like the tail end of it. The, the, so, um, but they're, all of the lakes in South Carolina, just three of them, have 
um, cities underneath them or towns, old towns. And people go scuba diving down there to look at them and stuff. There's old bridges and buildings and stuff you can go look at. So it's a very interesting place. But is it, is it, are they towns that are like, they, they were established by colonizers or I mean, they're just, ancient... they, you know, some of them say like 1905. Okay. You know, so it's like, not like they're yeah. saying they're hundreds of years no, old. They're like recent, gotcha. kind of recent. In the, in the town I live in, in town I live in now, I went to the library because I was like, maybe there's some old buildings and stuff here that were like, you know, and sure as sure enough, there was um, there was a bunch of buildings that were like these old capital buildings and these old cathedrals and beautiful buildings that were just torn down for parking lots and things like that, which is another odd. I, just, I don't know why I mentioned. It, I just figured I'd throw that in there. Um, but if you keep going across the the thirty third, you get to like in Georgia, the Georgia Guidestones, right? They're on the thirty third. Yeah, well, it's like the thirty four point zero. It's like that's what I'm saying. It's Barely right on, off. right? It's right on the edge. So like, I don't Stinking know. Stinking contractors just mismeasured just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, I go back to Charleston. So the 33rd degree Freemason Scottish Rite is headquartered in Charleston. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, like, again, 33rd parallel. Yeah, <laughs> like all this stuff. Like you know, you start to kind of connect the dots with like, oh, but no, I'm not saying that Freemasons have anything to do with that. Like, there's maybe it's just coincidence, mm-hmm. but it's just odd that it's the 33rd degree. Freemason and it's on the thirty third degree parallel yeah. of the of the of the state or in that runs across the state. So if you go across through Georgia, Atlanta, again, I was I mentioned Atlanta earlier because um I think Atlanta is un, 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 because because of the thirty third parallel let me just let me go back and de- try to describe what I think the thirty third parallel is. I think it's a ley line. So a ley line is um, essentially a it's an electromagnetic field in a particular area of Earth that the field um, causes like high levels of electromagnetic radiation, right? So these it's like it's like a, um, so electromagnetic radiation. I'll just go into it real quick. Is a form of energy that propagates as electrical and magnetic waves. Okay, so so it's essentially if you if you think about wavelengths. That are going, they're they're constantly butt up to each other. That's the that's what the electrical and magnetic waves do. They touch each other, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on these ley lines, they're separated a little bit. They don't they don't quite touch. There's a higher magnetic field and a lower electric field. So, I think that there's some a lot of energy coming through these areas. Yeah. Okay. In these in these in these ley lines, and I don't think ley lines are, are specific. Like, I think maybe it's just a, a coincidence that the whole, there's a ley line all the way down the same line. Maybe, maybe it's a coincidence, but I think there's little pockets, like you said, of like areas that are highly electromagnetic, you know, or like have a field. Like, so what I just described with the electromagnetic field separating, like, if you think about it, that, that creates a little time slip, creates mm-hmm. a little, a little gap. If, if the electromagnetic field is what holds us together, that creates a little wormhole or portal or something and so i think these i think energies can come come through freely is, is how i see it but if you go through atlanta again atlanta is the new hollywood a lot of people don't know that everything's all the marvel movies and they're not all of them probably but a lot of them walking dead a bunch of stuff is filmed in in atlanta and and i think that that goes into um frequencies like if, if you want to cross into the Isaac world, right? It goes into like projecting, um, you know, people call it, uh, was it predictive pro- programming? 
I, I think they're actually um, trying to manifest something on these lines. That's what I think is happening. Because LA is on the 33rd as well. So you're talking about like Atlanta, them trying to manifest things on these ley lines. Yeah. So I think, I think when they, you know, headquarters of like big news organizations and stuff is, are there. So I think that, I think that in my opinion, it feels like there's some sort of a manifestation rather than a predictive programming. People will go, oh, they're just, it's predictive programming. They're showing you something for the future. And I don't think that's it. I think they're actually like trying to summon something through broadcasting, broadcasting, right? And you cat when you when you cast a spell, what when you what are words? Words are letters put together and what is that called? That's called spelling. So when you broadcast, you know, what I think some of these things are spells. That's that's like that's the best way I can put like um laws and movies and songs. It amplifies on these ley lines. Hmm. Okay. Where, where's, uh, and you may not know, you probably don't know this, but the, uh, Jack, what's that movie called that just came out on Netflix that everybody's talking about that I told you to watch before everybody started talking about it? Is it the, Leave the World Behind? Leave yeah. the World Behind. Um, I, I, I watched that movie the night it came out by accident. Uh, I was, we were downstairs doing something for Christmas and it, it just popped up because Netflix knows me better than I know myself. <laughs> and, um, I was like, oh, let's watch this. And I was like, holy crap. I was freaking out. I was like, holy crap. This is, this is, this is a revelation of the method. I didn't even know who made the movie yet. Yeah. And um, I, I, I told my wife, like, get in here. You're watching this with me. And then I was texting Jack. I was like, watch this movie. You have to watch it. We were going to talk about it at some point. Um, do you know if that movie was filmed in Atlanta? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Mm. But I know of the movie. I've never seen it. But I've heard bad things about it, obviously. I don't want to watch yeah. things like that because that, kind of freaks me out. I don't like to think of end times or anything like that. I don't, I don't know if that's, that's what so it's about. so much fun though, man. No, I don't like so to think fun. of that, dude. Uh, I got kids, man, and I'm just so like, do I. Me, it's like, I. you know. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you, uh, when it comes to The Walking Dead, uh, you said they filmed it in Atlanta? I, I don't know specifically where at. I think they were, I think it was filmed in Georgia somewhere. And it was, but the, the, it was, it started out in Atlanta though, right? It wasn't yeah the 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 CDC thing yeah. where they like okay the All outbreak right. started in Atlanta gotcha. right okay. so again that's just another little coincidence if you go through like Alabama you go through Birmingham Birmingham has a a Statue of Liberty a lot of people don't know that hmm. and from what I read it looked it looked like it was made by the same person who made the Statue of Liberty in the United States, in uh, New York so it's kind of odd same size. No, I think it's smaller scale. Okay. Um, but then there's like a NASA headquarters there. Um, so a lot of little strange. And I'm sure you've had tons of stories from Alabama. Like if you go through Alabama and you get, you know, through to Tuscaloosa, there's a place called Moundville. And it's essentially pyramids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like it, there's, a, it's like, or it's, on, it's in Tuscaloosa. Um, and it's called Moundville. It's it's an amazing area. I want to go visit it myself. Uh, I, I just um, a few weeks ago was uh, I made a post about it. I think on one of the social medias and stuff. I think it was maybe Twitter. Um, but Moundville is like it, it's it, you're absolutely right. I mean it's pyramids. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a ton of them. I, I don't know how many there are, but there's like at least like what fifteen twenty of them. There's like oh. a cave system underneath it too. Really? Yeah, something like that. Wow. I didn't go to those. There's a place in. Greenville, Mississippi, which is also third third, that's called Winterville Mounds. And I walked out there and I was like the only one there. 
and I, it was just like that. Like these are pyramids. So you're saying you just walked right out to them? Yeah, they 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 were roped off. Like you can't just walk on top of them and stuff. But you did anyway. There were little small ones that I guess you could. No, I didn't walk on top of them. I just I was trying to be respectful. First of all, I don't want no bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I don't want no spirits to come. I'm the guy that's just like, oh, let's just go walk on no, and see what yeah. happens. No, you what, can have what was that. it called? The Winterville Mounds. Winterville Mounds. Yeah, I got pictures I can show you on my phone. Okay. Um, that are up up. You know, I say up close and personal, but dang, those are pyramids. Those pyramids, dude. Those are pyramids. There's the, even even the things on the they describe it as somebody's house, on the but it looks like a pyramid. Except it doesn't have the top, but it looks like the stuff you see in, you know, Teotihuacan or wherever yeah. else. I bet you if you excavated it, it'd be a, it's like a whole I, structure. I'm, I'm sure they did something, but you know, we won't know. <laughs> they all these places are protected. You can't dig in these places. You can't, man. Um, but there's, there's places like that all across the United States, man. And if you move across the 33rd, um, to, to Arkansas, you get the Falk monster, mm -hmm. which is like a Bigfoot in Arkansas. Yeah. Right. Yep. If you move across to Dallas, Texas, that's where Kennedy was assassinated on the 33rd parallel underneath the 33rd overpass, I believe. I can't, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Really? Yeah. So, um, you also have a little town called Rockwall. Texas, which is where yeah. Alex Jones is from. And there's a giant rock wall that's mm -hmm. there and they found a giant's skull there. So, so it's well known for not only birthing, I guess, Alex Jones, but also having giant skulls. So the rock wall, uh, Texas, that's the, that's the wall that stretches for miles, right? Yeah. And it's, 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 uh, they, like, it's, is it, it, I think they're currently excavating, right? It just takes forever or Certain certain property know. owners aren't allowing it or something like that. I feel I feel like I, I remember watching. I it. I felt like they tried to like cover the story up or something. I can't. I, like, that's oh, for I, sure. That's yeah. what I feel like is they, was happening. I, don't they, remember. They, I remember the spin that uh, whatever I was watching. There was a whole spin on what really is going. On. It was, it, it, they tried saying that's what it was. It was um, Wal Walter um, America Unearthed guy. Uh, I forget his, Scott Walter. Um, he did a show on it and the official narrative based on that episode was that they, they told him this is a natural formation and I'm looking at him like, yeah, just like I, I'm meaning. trying to be like the brainwashed guy. I'm like, okay, they yeah. said natural formation, see a natural formation. Tony. You can do yeah. it. If you believe it, you can see it. I'm like, that ain't no natural formation, bro. <laughs> like there ain't no way. And he, I don't think he believed it either. It, 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 by the way, I passed over Louisiana, but it's there's a, a place called Pleasant Point or Prairie Point, which okay. I think uh, Graham Hancock mentioned on Rogan, which is a place that has mounds everywhere, right? There's like these giant pyramids. But yeah, going going back, you know, going through Texas, then you get over to like Roswell, New Mexico, 33rd parallel, Phoenix, Arizona, where the Phoenix lights were in 97. Mm -hmm. um, you got the Goldstone National Observatory is on the 33rd, which is Earth to Space Communications, I think it is. You got Joshua Tree. You got Joshua LA. Tree is on the 33rd? Yeah. <sighs> then you got the, the, the Bermuda, Bermuda um, California, which is uh, some guests you had on recently, which you call, I believe, called the Skinwalker Ranch of Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I think episode 614 or something like that. Yeah. I think it was a membership. And when I was listening, I was like, I knew, I knew right away. I was like, oh, I know where this is at. Googled it. Boom. It's like, yep. Um, but yeah, Joshua Tree crosses it. It crosses over Joshua Tree. Um, 
uh, San Diego, the USS Nimitz event that happened. Catalina Islands, which is probably a, another giants. Is all kind of yeah, it crosses got, over everything. I know, I know L.A. Marzulli discovered giants on Catalina Islands. There's a whole theory about underground bases and all kind of stuff there. But really? It, yeah. There's all uh, kind of stuff there. There's all kind of crazy stuff that happens there, man. But if you, if we, if we, I know there's probably a lot you could pick apart with what I just said. Roswell, Phoenix Lights. Oh, for sure. By yeah. the way, L.A. If you think about it, where were the? What was the Battle of L.A.? Remember the famous scene where the U.S. Army shot at this thing that stayed in the sky for like many hours mm. and they, they said it was like a Japanese plane or something like that <laughs> you know what I mean? something something crazy it's the famous light yeah or it's the famous picture with the lights that are sh- shooting yeah. up at the uh in the sky at the at the hot air balloon yeah is that what they call it <laughs> I don't that's probably the, that's the official narrative for everything yeah. this is a balloon uh but it, but if you go back to Charleston and you go across the Atlantic Ocean you'll you'll come across the Bermuda Triangle which is on the 33rd parallel if you keep going across it gets it gets crazy, man. Like, it, is uh, Los Angeles on the thirty third? Yeah, like, it is. I think uh, it's. Like, I don't. Maybe not directly. It might be like thirty three point nine or thirty four. But yeah. And uh, Disneyland is that in LA? I think so. Do we know this, Jack? Uh, I, I I'm just trying to think because I just did that show. With, it's in Anaheim, uh, which on the map it just looks like it's one big city. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. I did that. Sh- well, all right. So it looks like Joshua Tree National Park is is right, almost, butts right up. Yeah, to almost. It. Yeah, almost due east directly from Disneyland. So yeah, it makes sense. I mean, so Disneyland is a thirty third parallel, and we had Bosley on the show talking about how Disneyland was strategically built, and they had a portal device, basically a carousel that they that he believes whether it was intentional or in, un- unintentional, acted as a portal device. Um, so that's really interesting. That's fascinating how this all kind of, this all it connects. Dude. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I told you. Is there any way we can use the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause it. Pause it. I'm sorry. Yep. I know it probably sucks for editing and stuff. <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> sorry. We'll, sorry take this t- we'll take this time to do a commercial break. In a cozy little town tucked away in the shadows of the Pacific Northwest, host of Sasquatch Chronicles, Wes Germer, was gearing up for a Valentine's Day with a twist. Known for his garden that was as precisely kept as the encounters on his show, Wes had a peculiar problem, an enormous Bigfoot with a history of mistaking his garden gnomes for romantic companions. This Valentine's, I'm taking no chances, Wes declared to his girlfriend over a cup of coffee one crisp morning. Last year, Bigfoot left my gnomes in a state of heartbreak. My petunias still haven't recovered. With a twinkle in his eye, Wes unveiled his plan. I've got a Simply Safe home security. It's like a love letter to my garden. Protecting what you cherish, that's what true love is about. He went on, animated with his own narrative. Simply Safe isn't just any security system, it's the guardian of our gnome love stories. Named the best home security system of 2024, it's got HD cameras to catch any Bigfoot shenanigans in high definition advanced motion and entry sensors to shield our doors, windows, and especially the gnomes. As Valentine's Day dawned, Wes and his girlfriend watched from their cozy living room, which Wes had lovingly dubbed the Gnome Command Center. The sensors soon sprang to life as a figure loomed in the garden. Through the Simply Safe cameras, they watched as Bigfoot, bouquet in hand, tiptoed towards the garden gnomes. But as the alarm sounded, the creature was startled and vanished into another realm leaving behind only the puzzled gnomes and the untouched bouquet. 
Wes laughed with a sound warm and full of life. Well, love really does conquer all, even Bigfoot. And so with their garden safe and their hearts full, Wes and his girlfriend enjoyed a Valentine's Day filled with love, laughter, and the quiet assurance that their home and their cherished garden gnomes were all protected by Simply Safe. Order now to get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com/confessionals. That's simplysafe.com/confessionals. There's no safe like Simply Safe. But yeah, so I, I think I think that uh, the Disneyland idea is very fascinating with the connection with the the ley line or p- the thirty third parallel. I don't know. Is it a ley line? I think it is. So uh, so straight across thirty third parallel, all ley line. I think so. But I think so. Okay. I think what's underneath the earth is probably what determines that. I think there's probably like tectonic plates or maybe even underground rivers or streams or something that sort of charges this these areas hmm. a little bit more. Because in the area, because in the area I grew up in, which is why I started to tell the story, was um, there's springs. All uh, just uh, you know, I told you about my mom going through the time. What I think is a time slip. Um, there's nothing but springs around there. So hmm. like. And again, swampy area. So, like, I, I, there's, there's, I, I think that if you overlaid a map of it, you would probably see like something along those lines. It's interesting you say that because um, John from twenty twenty one CD podcast, he was <clears> in <throat> here. Uh, Jack what, it was like probably three months ago, four months ago, something like that. Yeah, four. Yeah, I mean, towards summertime, I think um, he was in here talking about different things, and he suggested that uh, water being a natural source of energy creating yep. frequency that could open up portals. That's exactly where I was going to go. That's with crazy. Yeah, man. That's, that's crazy. I think and I think that's why I felt like it was like time to talk about that stuff cuz I like I was holding it in like somebody's got to know this stuff, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like not that I'm right. I just I feel like there's something there. I don't I don't know. I think energies below the earth do create like maybe flowing water um I don't, I don't know how to describe that, but coupled with the electromagnetic field separated, I think what happens is when combined with an, so there's, there's four states of matter, not three, right? There's solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. And if you talk about a solid becoming a, uh, heated up, it becomes a liquid. Liquid heated up becomes a gas. A gas heated up it ionizes and becomes plasma. Hmm. And so if you couple plasma with an energetic ley line like that, so what happens in ionization is like these particles are floating everywhere. These electrons and these protons and stuff, they're just, they don't have, they're not connected to each other like an atom is, you know? And so um, I think these things can get heated up or when when a plasma is heated up or or something, I, I I again this is where I stumble on my how I feel about it. Sure, but I feel like it's because when a you, you've seen the aurora borealis, right? That's yeah. plasma, right? You've seen the ball you touch and it does the little tendrils, yep. the little purple tendrils and stuff. Yep. So and everything in the in the universe is like ninety nine point nine percent plasma. My thought is that these things, no matter if it's coming from a ley line or maybe just just a random area that's electromagnetically charged i think that these um when these things are ionized and they're just a bunch of things 
floating around with no makeup. I think that entities can attach themselves to it and become whatever's local to the area, right? So like you'll see a Yeti in a snowy area because the ionized particles in the area are white and Mm. there might be other animals that are, you know, the ionized in the, in the environment that they attach to. Like why I think you might see like, you know, Skinwalker Ranch, you might see like a wolf. There's probably a lot of coyotes and things like that that have the makeup of a wolf, like the hair particles and things like that. Mm -hmm. So if these things are freely floating, maybe these things can, these entities can come through um, and attach themselves. So if you look at the the electromagnetic spectrum, I'm sorry if I lose you, but I feel like it's connected. So if if you look at the electromagnetic spectrum, in the middle is visible light. That's what we can see. That's the rainbow, the colors from red to purple. Okay. Roy G. Biv, right? That's the middle. On the left is uh, microwaves, infrared, and radio waves. On the right is a, um, is a, a UV rays, X rays, gamma rays. Okay. When you go to the right, you get more purple colors. When you go to the left, you get more red colors. A lot of times people see orbs. So what that means essentially is radio waves go real slow, up and down, right? They vibrate at a lower frequency, up and down. When you have, you know, ultraviolet rays and gamma rays and stuff like that, they, they vibrate at a higher level. That means they're, they're hotter, when people see orbs, they see them in blue and orange. I think uh, George Knapp calls them like the orange meanies, mm. right? Or something like that. I could be wrong. He calls them the orange meanies. Like, I think that was documented in the investigation of like Skinwalker Ranch or something like that. But normally people associate the blue orbs with like, they're not bad. So in my opinion, things that are vibrating at a lower frequency, like demons, come in through red or through the red color spectrum. Things that come in that might be vibrating at a higher level come through as blue. I don't want to say that's God or anything like that. I don't want to go that far. I probably shouldn't have said that that's my thought on the demon thing, but usually it's associated with bad. Mm-hmm. Like they're mean, they're, they're tricksters, they're whatever the case is. So that's my little take on like, I don't, I don't want to lose your listeners over stuff like no, that. But um but that's my little take on kind of what I think has happened. I think there's like these these particles in the air that these things, this energy can come to and attach themselves to, turn into a little ball of light and, and f- float into the form that it was made up of. I think in that floating phase, they turn into something. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's where they get the particles together, and then they take the shape of whatever thing is in the, is in the region. Hmm. Like a fox, looks like a deer, you know. <laughs> so, so, um, but, uh, anyways, going back to the thirty third man, if uh, you know, if you if you keep going across the ocean, across the Atlantic Ocean, you get to you get to some pretty significant places. You get to like Beirut, Lebanon, and you talk about the Beirut bombings in Lebanon, right? You get to the uh, you get to like Damascus, Syria, and we we know what happened in Syria not too long ago. That's, these are 33rd, by the way. Israel. Jesus was born on the 33rd. 
crucified on the 33rd. He died when he was 33. Um, he performed 33 miracles in the Bible, or that we, that we know of in the Bible. Um, he had his transfiguration on Mount Hermon, which is on the 33rd, which is a, at the top of Mount Hermon is a, is a NATO base now. So really, yeah, that tells you anything. <laughs> oh, that's and, a whole and, episode in itself. So, and then, and then Mount Hermon is also where the, the 33% of angels fell down to earth. Yeah. So there's another fascinating little tidbit. And Paul was on the road to Damascus when right. he encountered Jesus. So like it, it all is pretty, pretty interesting. And then you go across to Babylon. Babylon's on the 33rd, ancient Mesopotamia, Baghdad currently. Um, Kabul, Afghanistan, right? You can start to see like there's things happening on these places where we, right? There's wars. There's all kinds of stuff that's going on in these places. I mean, you can, you know, Lake Tiberias is the Sea of Galilee, obviously. Um, There's uh, Fallujah, which was, there was a major battle in 2004. I'm sure you remember. That was Mm -hmm. probably the most famous battle out of the Operation Iraqi Freedom. Um. And if you keep going across, I mean, you cross over like in Pakistan, you, cro- you cross over like Kashmir, the, the, the mountain chain, you know what I mean? So <clears throat> then you cross over to Tibet, which is obviously known for the monks who meditate and have transfigurations of their own, I guess you could say. And then we get to like areas like China where you don't really know much of anything. There could be a lot of stuff that we don't know, you know, that's going on over there. And then, you know, you, you get to like Mount Kailash, which is another place I think Rogan, somebody talked about on Rogan. Then you get to other areas like Nagasaki and Hiroshima where on the 33rd, where the atomic bombs dropped. So there's a lot of uh, interesting, interesting tie-ins to that. Um, and I mentioned Lake City, right, in South Carolina. It's the home of Rod McNair, who was on the space shuttle, the Challenger space shuttle that blew up. Hmm. Right. Um, there is uh, FDR came to, sorry if this crosses into like conspiracy. I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that around. But FDR no. was the 32nd president and then had a third term, which essentially made himself the 33rd president. Huh. Right. And then that's whenever that he signed, he's the one that put the, a new order for the ages on the back of the dollar bill that says a new world order in Latin on the back of the Really? Dollar. Yeah. Wow. So uh, yeah, I don't want I don't want to stay on that too much. But he died on the thirty third in Georgia. He was a thirty three degree Freemason, and like there's there's a lot of like little tidbits and stuff like that. But aren't they all? So there's a lot of like uh, you know like um, they want Ukraine to be the thirty third member of NATO. Like there's a lot of things like that. If you you know during during like we had a big event that happened a few year, years ago, everything was. 33 this, 33 that, 33 this, 33, yeah, which I think um, Sean Hibbler ties into his movie, right? Mm. Um, this is interesting are stuff. We talking about J, are you talking about J6? No, no, I was talking about like... Uh, what, what, what big event happened a few years? Oh, yeah, 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 never mind. Thank you for... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and then ice freezes at 33 degrees. Like, there's a lot of interesting thoughts that, you know, aren't formulated. They're just information that I feel like I could actually share. But uh, um, a lot of uber famous people born on the 33rd, which is another tidbit that is interesting. I'm talking about like Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, Martin Luther King Jr., 
like Jesus I mentioned. You know, not that he's in the same category as those guys, but Oprah, right? Helen Keller, like wow. just over and over. I'm not talking about like Johnny Cash, that he's on the 33rd parallel. I'm talking about people who are like iconic figures. I'm not just talking about like, oh, he's kind of famous. Like there's people that are on there like Courtney Cox, but she's not really on the level of Jesus, right? Or, yeah, I would say not, yeah. <laughs> so like um, Hank Williams Jr. and Sr., Joe Lewis, uh, Jesse Owens, Hank Aaron, James Earl Jones, like all of these big name people that have Rosa Parks, um, even Kanye West is on, the, is on that, was born on that line. So, so there's a lot of interesting, you know, Hulk Hogan, by the way, for that matter. Yo. I mean, it's crazy. There's so, it's, it, that's not, that's just a few. That's like, there are so many that have come from that line. Let me ask you a question. With the 33rd parallel, um, when you're looking up coordinates, uh, the first the first two letters or numbers would be 33? Yeah. Okay. 33 point something. Or- so so it would be like um, 33, whatever, whatever, north, and then whatever, east or whatever. Um, 33 degrees north of the equator is, is what that is. Okay. All right. So in the grand scheme of things, if something was on 37, it's not that far from 33. I don't think so. Okay. Or 35 or 34. Right. Okay. Right? I don't think so. Interesting. This is my thoughts. I mean, but is a specifically though, on that line is the things I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of them, or they butt up. Like I, it, I mentioned Elvis, right? Elvis, Elvis was like 34, right? Yeah. You know, and, you know, again, it's just over and over. It's just, it's just, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you could go all day and probably, Fine. Oh yeah, he's from there too. And there's probably there's a lot of people that come from close by, mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett and Britney Spears and people like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know what any of that means, right? But I just is this another interesting, mm-hmm. right? I, again, if if things can come through and take shape, if we're talking about things shape shifting and stuff like that, you know, I'm not. I don't think it's a stretch of the imagination that's to say that you know, those areas have extra properties that help develop some kind of creative ability, right? For somebody like Elvis or or Johnny Cash or Bear Bryant, who's also in the third parallel. So like, um, it, it that, that's, I mean, that's, that's probably as far as I go with that. I, there's none of that stuff really means anything other than it maybe it's a coincidence, right? So, but I'm talking about people who, in American culture have, I'm just talking about America too, by the way. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the United States. I'm not talking about any other country really, other than um, with Jesus. So again, I don't know what it means. It's just interesting. So. Very interesting. I, I, I was looking up uh, Afghanistan. When you brought up Afghanistan, I was looking up, I, there's a location in Afghanistan that's uh, rumored to have uh, active giants in it. And that I believe is on the 37. Oh, okay. And that's why I was asking about that because <laughs> I was like, huh. But like when I was looking at it on the map compared to what the 33, I was like, that's awfully close. And I was like, that, I, I just went on the Google Maps and got the coordinates and I was like, okay. So hey, all of this stuff could be a coincidence, man. I could just be talking out my butt on things. I don't, you know, I don't really. That's just my experience and interpretation of things. Yeah, like, I feel like you know? I feel like there, what you're just saying, like you know, that's your interpretation and stuff. But I, I feel like 
we do this long enough with talking about this stuff, whether it's on this show and uh, in general, you know, these communities, we start seeing patterns, you know, and, and there is something to it. And just because we don't know how to define those patterns doesn't mean that there's nothing to it. Uh, and I, there's clearly like the 33, the 33rd parallel, there's clearly something going on there. Something. Some, <laughs> like, like some high strangeness. Yeah. And again, I, I don't know what that is. So, I mean, it's just something that, again, and I, in, in my area, I mentioned a bunch of little things. They're all things that could be easily debunked, right? Except for like UFOs and puckwudgies. I think that's probably hard to describe a, a troll in the woods or a leprechaun in the woods to mm -hmm. people. So, um, I don't, I, I don't discredit myself or the people I know or anything like that. I just feel like that's just information that. Do you think that there's connects a, things? I mean, it, it could. It, I had a one of my best friends I talked about earlier died in at Twenty Nine Palms in um, Joshua Tree. Really? Yeah. From what? Well, suicide. Oh man. Well, I mean, man. I feel like allegedly, but you know, it could it could have been something else. You know, that's that's how I see it. I didn't talk with his mom about any of that. Um, I wanted to get her blessing before I talked about it. Sure. But I, so I'll stay away from it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was a close friend of mine, and and you know. So they so because they might want to put that to bed, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so I didn't want to just stir things up and be like, "Hey, man, let me think. Give me my my theory on it," you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's crazy things, man. Crazy things. So, and, and even in my small town, we have people who, um, we had the number one. We're talking about a town of fifteen hundred people, right? We had the number one overall draft pick in the NFL the same year as Tom Brady, right? Um. Is, who is that? He played for Penn State. Courtney Brown. Courtney Brown. Mm-hmm. Then we then we had Joe Hamilton, who was a Heisman Trophy runner up, same year, went to the same high school. We've had so many uh, celebrities that have come from from the thirty third parallel in our in a neighboring town that are currently big stars right now in the preaching world and the talk show world. So, you know, I don't want to mention their names. I don't want to put Why? put I don't want to put light on them like that because I know I know family members of theirs. I know and I and I know I one you. one guy. I know his family well, so I don't want to loud them out like that but um but they're they're pretty like prominent in today's culture mm. really prominent so um so it's interesting that so many athletes and people come from our little area i mean and so many people have died from our little area and you know it would also you know it's not it shouldn't be a surprise that there's a lot of national force on that line right mm-hmm reserves indian reserves uh wildlife reserves it shouldn't be a surprise that a lot of them are on that parallel tuscaloosa national forest um just i mean not, not tuscaloosa the Tall talladega national forest um just tons of a little you know and from like if you keep going you can find just about anything you want, and and part of it too is me looking. Maybe I'm maybe I'm looking too much into it. Maybe I'm connecting too many dots. You know, have I mean? you thought about that? It, yeah. Do you feel like you're you're you set out looking for signs yeah. so you find signs? Yeah. Well, with that, not with the like the signs I see for the angel signs and stuff. Right. Like, not that, but like, uh, and that maybe that's maybe that's the case. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm that's not a, the case. No, no I'm, I'm not attached asking. to I'm not attached to any idea or thought as like that's the gospel of mm -hmm. you know. But, um, so yeah, I think about that too. Like, am I just connecting the dots? Or, 
I mean, that's a pretty big coincidence for some of the stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe with the celebrities and stuff like that, but some of this other stuff, I don't See, know. I don't know. The celebrity thing is very interesting. I mean, yeah. so they all those celebrities. Big names. Big, right? big names. Yeah, right? They're not like small, yeah. you know, actors that played in a series or something. They're yeah. like big name people. So, um, you know, James Brown as well. I mean, I can just sit here and name them all day probably. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that's pretty much it, man. That's, that's to me, that's kind of like, uh, I guess an overview of, you know, I, like I said, I think it's, I think the light has guided me along this path, showing me things, whether they're connections or not, or maybe just like, maybe they're personal connections for me that maybe I'm trying to heal from something that I don't know about. Or I don't know. Well, I'm, I, I think about stuff all the you, time like that because I don't. You're healing. You're he if that's the case, then it's very interesting. Uh, I I um I want to ask you, and I know you probably wouldn't be the one to do this because I know you're you're concerned about you know safety factors and things like that. Um, but do you think that there's it, along the thirty third? Do you think that there's experiments that could be done to to find more answers on what's going on? Like I like I I wonder. <laughs> if there's a way to go to these locations that have a propensity for high strangeness to, I don't want to say ritual. I'm not talking about ritualistic stuff. I'm just saying like very practical things to measure the ability of these areas, if that makes well, sense. Yeah, I brought you some dowsing rods, right? You did. Some, you, some you divining did. rods, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's what those are for. Yeah. Just like you can use sticks to find water that's, or to find excuse me, electrical, highly electrically charged air. You brought me a whole gift of things. You brought me silver <laughs> bullets, the dowsing rods, a t-shirt for the podcast. I mean, you brought, you brought the thing. Yeah, I mean, my presence, hey, of you, course. Hey, you're, you're setting the standard for future guests in the studio. <laughs> for the future guests in the studio, the standard. <laughs> I think that, I think that some, some of the stuff, man, like I said, uh, um, whether, uh, I, I think some of it could be like, for my own personal thoughts on it is like, like, if there's a if that number evokes, like, because there are some frequencies, some tonal frequencies that churches use, mm -hmm. uh, not just Christian churches, but every Abrahamic religion uses rhythmic, low frequency noises. Native Americans use them to evoke frequencies, mm -hmm. right? To bring something out. And you wasn't can, there? Isn't there something uh, with frequencies? Uh, <clears throat> What's what's the frequency that everything all, all music's uh, uh, like? To, is it like four twenty five hertz? Yeah, yeah. So like, but it, yeah, like, hertz I feel super, like they, remember hertz is super, uh, super long wavelengths. So it vibrates at a lower level. And what I tell you, vibrates at a lower level. Darker Dark, entities. Darker entities. Yeah. So, but like, I feel like I, I just heard this recently because I've I've been <clears throat> traditionally. I don't, I don't, I'm not a musician. I don't know much about sound and all that stuff, but I, I've been, I've been, I've been hearing, you talk about synchronicities. I, I've been hearing enough people in my conversations bringing up frequency that I have been just, <clears throat> I've been cautiously looking into it. Not sure. cautiously, that's the wrong word. Like, um, been more, um, cognizant of it when I hear kind of thing. And I, I remember just recently I, I, I was listening to uh, like a podcast, maybe probably not like a documentary, something they were talking about how, I guess at some point, somebody, some group 
changed the frequencies that, it, that that whatever that hertz was that that instruments are are tuned to and if you do the original one it actually opens up right like portals that's or what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that is what i think it could be we got well we, why don't we just do that not me bro you can do that jack do you know how to do that <laughs> i mean can we like tune like a guitar or something to we can ask johnny johnny yeah we can ask johnny like johnny will know so like Oh, I got to get like an old church organ, tune it right. And well, that's what I think. Oh, that's what I think. That's, 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 that's what made were. me think of yeah, it. That's yeah. what made me think of it. I think that I think that we used to use our voices to create, oh, and we used to use our minds to telepathically communicate. You know what's interesting about that? And I'm not saying this is it, it but I'm just saying, go ahead. You, what were you going to say, Jack? You had the dumb look on your face. <laughs> no, because I don't think I'm going to say the same thing you're going to say. Uh, to, what are you going to say? Uh, who are we talking to recently that was talking about uh, using their voices for chants and, and things I like that know. back? Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember if it was Andrew or if it was somebody. Well, well, tuning forks used to heal people, right? And like you think about like when someone can break a glass by singing or something like that. You've, you've mm-hmm. seen a glass shatter from hitting high notes and stuff. I think that's what I'm talking about. I think that things used to be built like that. I think I think our voices weren't made to do this what we're doing right now. So there's a guy. I think we used to do this with each other through our minds, but there's so much frequency in the air that we can't communicate. That's why sometimes you have these little, I get them all the time. I thought about my cousin and then the next day I found out he died. Or you're thinking about a song and it's on the radio. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I, so I think that things come through. Like I I, I remember um, I had this overwhelming feeling of sadness one day. And like, I had to call my mom and I called her and she said, I think she was just sad about something. And I just wanted to talk to her just to see what was going on with her because I just, whatever, I could sense that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what I'm talking about. I think these things, we, we whatever we're swimming in right now, the ether or whatever, you t- whatever we're in, we can, when, we, when you talk about the Akashic record that you could just meditate and pull stuff from that. I think that's what I'm talking about. Things can, like, how, how do our phones work? You know, like people don't ever think about like, there's, there's wavelengths that have this in the air that we can't see, right? I mean, that's radio waves that we can't see with our eyes. By the way, when I was mentioned that the radio, the electromagnetic magnetic spectrum, the only thing we can see is visible light. We can't see the radio waves. We can't see the infrared ray uh, waves. We can't see ultraviolet waves. We can only see visible light. So that would explain to me that would explain like another dimension, right? Mm-hmm. If everything else around us is in a place that we can't see, that would explain things just popping up out of nowhere and disappearing into nothing, you know? So They're coming in and out of the visible light spectrum. Uh, there's this TikToker uh, that I interviewed on the show uh, probably like two years ago. It was shortly after I moved to Tennessee. I actually interviewed him in my house because I didn't have the studio space yet. Um, and I, I, I think vaguely, I remember like people didn't like the interview or whatever. I don't know, but I, I found it interesting with what his situation was and what we're talking about. I'm now thinking of it in a different light. So he is, does throat singing. Okay. He's a native American and it's like, like deep in his throat, he's like, roar, right. and, and like, but it's like. It's like, I can't even imitate it, you know? And it gets really loud and he does it uh, on live TikToks out in the woods. 
And he just goes out there and does these things. And he has some stuff popping up already. Bro, on video, <laughs> see? On video, there was these things popping up on, like, right. not like lights. I'm talking like creatures. Like, you, like, and people are like, oh, it's a deer. I'm like, that don't look like no deer to me, bro. Yeah, dude, that's what I think's going on, man. It, it, that hits it the hardest. I, I, I wish I could, going on, I wish I could remember his name and, and, and stuff. So well, you know what they call ley lines in Native Americans? What? They, spirit lines. Really? Yeah. So, wow. like, it's interesting. Wow. I just wonder, like, like if that guy, his throat singing, it, it was that a frequency that opens up the 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 yeah. the portal and these things start people doing like yo what's up you're so you're so calling. There was an episode of Skinwalker Ranch that got me. I think it was like season two or something. I, it was like season two. That was my documentary, The Ship of Shadows. By the way, yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're mistaken. Pretty good, no. Pretty good. <laughs> um, no, the, uh, but it was Skinwalker Ranch, and and there was there was a. So a na some Native American guys that came out and they boom, boom, beat on the drum and they were chanting too mm -hmm. and the whole area was glowing. Really? Yeah, through the infrared camera, they could see the whole area. Again, this goes back to what I was saying about the infrared light. So the whole area was glowing. So they like would take away the sound and see if the, see if the drum does it. And the drum was doing it, but it was at a much smaller level. Now, I think that's where the, the you know, this, where I started my thoughts on that. It was a few years ago that the episode came out. So, um, so that, but that, that for me was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like makes total sense. I don't, I don't know why. And it's right there for everybody to see too. It's like not even, so if it's, if I'm, if I'm right about it, yeah. it's like right there in front of, like everybody knows this. We, we just don't see it or use it or, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I think that frequency is everything. So there was a, there was well, I won't go to that, but there was there was another there's another frequency issue that not issue, but there's a weird ha happenstance that um, right before 2001, the government, the FCC, went to Congress and asked if they could if the government could have access to just the 33 the 33 gigahertz frequency. So again, I don't know that meant, what that means, other than like that's just another connection somehow <laughs> you know, like okay so who asked what somebody, for what the fcc who controls radio wave yeah yeah, yeah. you know the broad you know for they towers. asked for they asked congress yeah it was they they asked for there was a big event that was going to ha happen in a few months this was february of 2001 and they needed they needed control over the 33 gigahertz frequency which is earth to space communications so Whatever that means. That, again, that goes into the woo-woo -wo -wo world. That's why I'm smiling right now. I'm thinking, myself, whoa, hold yeah, on a second. Yeah. So like, That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff that just, I, mean, I don't know what to make of it. It's just like, oh. But it's, it, it's, all of it's in plain sight for people to see. It's not like hidden. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I have a feeling that people are going to want to talk about it with you. <laughs> do, you have, do you have an email that you can share with people yet? Uh, not not yet. Not yet. But I'll I'll, I'll get it to you. I'm not gonna put like like, like what, what am I gonna do? With no, that? I mean like if you want to add it later in like post production. Or something. Sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. yeah, that works. It'll be in the description then. Yeah, maybe something like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. don't go back and put like, here's your email. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? Go on a future episode. Oh, you remember that one guy from three months yeah, ago? Yeah. Here's his email. Here's finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like put maybe a link or something. But it's the the awakenedpodcast dot com is gonna be my podcast. So they'll. You could probably contact me on there. There you so go. Like, there's, there's not a specific email. Is that live yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, will be. Okay. I'm just recording a few episodes. I don't want to have nothing. 
Yeah, yeah. But I will have some uh, shirts and stuff like that just as a, because I'm not, I don't plan on monetizing any, any other way other than just selling t-shirts. Mm-hmm. If somebody want to buy a t-shirt, they can. I mean, cool. so. Cool. Yeah, all right, man. Well, set. this is uh, all very fascinating. And I think it's a lot for people to chew on. Yeah, uh, somebody somewhere is going, that guy that said it on that one time episode. <laughs> and I, I'm going to get emails for for years now. Remember that one episode that the guy said this one thing? I'm like, no, I don't remember that one little detail from that one episode five years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, people are, people might be connecting dots too. So, and then they're probably like, hey, man, I live on that line. And they probably, yeah. probably have stories too. So Probably. Yeah. yeah I mean, listen, if, if somebody's listening right now, you live on the 33rd parallel and uh, this is making sense to you, shoot me an email and uh, shoot shoot Brad an email too. I mean, his email address will be in the description of this episode. So um, again, the podcast is going to be, once it's live, The Awakened Podcast. Do you have a general time when people can start looking for it? Uh, early February is all I can say. Okay. Maybe like February 2nd or something like okay, that. Okay. So I mean, if it's early February, I can say that by the time this airs, it'll already be out. So yeah. people can go look be. for it. Yeah. So uh, on that note, go listen to his podcast. <laughs> so uh, very cool, man. I appreciate you coming out and sharing this stuff. It's been great. Listen, man, thanks a lot for having me on. It means a lot. You got a re- you got an amazing setup here. You got to be proud of everything you've accomplished so far. I appreciate it, man. You said, you said uh, I think you said this out, off air, but I'll say it on air. You said that, that, that you're proud of me, like like a dad. You know? Yeah, I'm not your I dad. Like, I just... know, but it's, I thought it was funny, but I appreciate it. It's, yeah, well, it's, men don't hear it a lot. Dude. No, we it's don't. All, you know, we don't. So. And, and it's... it's um. Yeah. Especially men of God that I, are fighting spiritual battles like you are. So this is important. There's a there's a lot of days that I, I feel like uh I, I do things that I just um you know, I just like in my everyday life I'm just like, man, I feel like sometimes I go underappreciated, you know? <laughs> I think that's a guy thing, you know, like because cause we, we we really kind of bury a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I do appreciate it. And, you know, it's nice to hear from from listeners because a lot of listeners, I know you said you've been listening for about a year, yeah. but there's a lot of listeners that have been listening for, you know, seven years. Yeah, I heard you on um Tinfoil Hat. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I heard I heard Sam on Rogan. So I was like, I guess three degrees of separation for you. I'm never going to be on Roman, but I appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> hey, I'm the, sure the you will, confidence. Dude. I, don't, hey, I do not doubt it. See I, it in your mind. You can hold it in your hands, no, dude. No, it's, it's, it's not even on the radar of, of once. Um, yeah. I don't need to be on, I don't need to be on Rogan. Uh, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to want to be on Merkle Media. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So like, I mean, I, like why would I chase somebody who's chasing right. me? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, but I just, um, you know, if, I mean, if I got the invite, I'd do it. Right. But, sure. I I uh, I don't think, just judging by the direction of his show over the last few years, but also even before he went to Spotify and the craziness of the world, um, he started moving away from this idea of um, belief in weird things like Bigfoot and things like that. And so I, I'm just really too far out there for the guy. Sure. I, I'm fairly convinced of that, and I'm fine with that. I I I I, um, I don't really I don't really do things to chase. Uh, anything particular. I just do what I want to do. Because here's the thing. So, I mean, if you get on Rogan, right, it's going to help, right? For sure. But a lot of times people think that, you know, um, if they if they could just get on this one podcast, it'll catapult them. And then that's not how it works. Yeah. That's not how it works. If that was the case, I would have been a, a way bigger podcast faster because my friend is Wes Gerber from Sasquatch Chronicles, who has a very large podcast. And so when he started talking about me, when I first started podcasting, underneath that philosophy, I would have been boom, but it's, it's not about that. It's about attrition. It's about building and, and grinding and collecting listeners over time because nobody's going to, most people aren't going to be diehards, 
uh, fans of a, of your podcast off the jump unless like you you have one episode that just hooks them. But um, most of the time, it's a collection of time that that grows an audience. So like that's why I don't really chase you know oh if that could just get on that one person's podcast it, that's yeah. not, it's, I just I know from seven years of doing this that's not how this works it's just you keep your head down keep grinding keep working and it will happen eventually you're going to slowly grow because that's how most people grow every once in a while somebody's lightning in the bottle but most people the bigger podcast is just head down grind 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 and then you get there you could also just put a high frequency reverberating in the background and maybe they'll like this guy I like the amazing. way this guy thinks yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man I appreciate it I appreciate you being here for sure yeah, dude. thanks a lot for having me on Things look a little different when I look at the heavens Glow from the brush strokes, leave a different impression Behind the holy water, all I'm seeing is doubles Used to stop at the sixes, now I push to the sevens This is my confession, whoa, whoa, whoa The lights around me beckon, yeah, yeah, yeah Lost in my reflection, no, no, no I ain't trying to go away at all I'm caught up in the lights on the mesa They're so bright Makes me think about life In the desert that swallowed me whole I'm just trying to cruise on a trail But I know that my script Is written in a way That will make it easy for me, I know When people look at me, they look for something they can define I just never knew a box I couldn't decline I never thought of being one of a kind I just spent my time elevating my mind This is my confession, whoa, whoa, whoa The lights around me beckon, yeah, yeah, yeah Lost in my reflection, no, no, no I ain't trying to go away at all I don't know if I'm caught up in the lights on the mesa They're so bright So bright.